that's what makes me stand out maybe from a lot of the cafes is that I was involved in the coffee business from a very young age and I was uh, a frontliner. I was um, working as a student as a part-time uh, barista in a cafe and that did just not uh, did not start easy. I had to go through let's say the dirt of it. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward Friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is a brand new episode, our very last series for 2023. And joining me for episode one of this five-part series is Zainab Al-Mosawi. Zainab, you are the founder of To The Moon and Back in Dubai. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Lee. It's a pleasure to be uh, on the podcast for the second time. Yes, welcome back to the podcast. Your first time on the podcast was during World of Coffee Dubai. And yes. um, World of Coffee Dubai is uh, happening again in a few weeks from when this episode airs. Um, what are you looking forward to about that time of year here in Dubai? Because it's, it's fun. It is fun. I've definitely was treated well, you know, being live and doing the podcast and meeting you live. Uh, you gave me a lot of treats, uh, some really <laughs> delicious coffee from uh, Australia <laughs> and some goodies. <laughs> that was all for Stitch Coffee. Shout out to Noah. Yes, he'll be back. Uh, he'll be back for, for this world of coffee. Yeah, that was delicious. And I am really looking forward to understanding the progress in the market, especially mm. now after all of the craze of COVID and what we were all going through at the time to see what's the progress that happened all around the world and in comparison to what's happening around Dubai when it comes to coffee, to the coffee business. Yeah. And of course, to always make, meet and network with uh, business owners across uh, the world. It's such a fun uh, place to be. It really is. I love my coffee people. <laughs> and we love you, my dear. You are sort of a, an honorary Australian as well. We we got you for, ten, <laughs> for 10 years in Melbourne. Um, we weren't lucky enough to have you in Sydney, but you spent a long time in Melbourne and that's kind of where you got your, your love for coffee, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. That's where I had my uh, first cup of coffee. Well, not first cup of coffee, but the first cup of coffee that I appreciated and that's when I was like, oh, my palate is developed now to drink coffee. So that was wow. in Melbourne in 2008. <laughs> way back when, way back when. Way, and you now own back. To The Moon and Back, uh, which is based in yes. Dubai. And in this series, we're going to talk about what it's like to open your own cafe. Um, a lot of people think that it's just so easy and it's uh, the, the thing that you do when you want to take life easy. It's not, is it, Zainab? It's not at all. I think um, it's a blessing and a curse that yeah. for me personally, uh, that's why I always say. Friends, World of Coffee Dubai is back in 2024 and I am proud to announce that the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward will be the official podcast partner for World of Coffee Dubai for the second year in a row. The Roses Village will be a one-of-a-kind destination for all things coffee. As an exhibitor, introduce your artisanal roasts to an international audience and gain valuable insights from their perspective. Visitors, immerse yourself in the celebratory coffee culture experience by sampling exclusive cups, 
poured with passion from cafes worldwide and absorb insights that will elevate your own appreciation of all things coffee. Whether you brew coffee or just love savoring a fine cup, this event gathers the global coffee community under one roof in an amazing city. Join us at World of Coffee Dubai in 2024 at Dubai World Trade Center from the 21st until the 23rd of January. Tickets are available at dubai.worldofcoffee.org or you can contact us on social media for any questions that you might have at mapforward.coffee. Get your tickets now, folks. Come see the podcast being recorded live and we hope to see you in January in Dubai for World of Coffee. That's what makes me stand out maybe from a lot of the cafes is that I was involved in the coffee business from a very young age and I was uh, a frontliner. I was um, working as a student as a part-time uh, barista in a cafe and that, that just not uh, did not start easy. I had to go through, let's say, the dirt of it. Uh, I had to deal with the customers on a daily basis, angry customers, uh, happy customers, regulars, new people, confused people. I try to understand them and trying to entertain them at the same time because, you know, people sometimes like, you know, interact with the barista like like their therapist. So you have to be, you have to cater yourself basically to everybody that you come across and such interesting personalities that you come across. And you need to be able to also like deal with the day-to-day problems that may arose in a cafe, you know, from... um, cleaning the dishes you have to be willing to be an all-rounder you need to be open to cleaning the dishes the cleaning the floors uh, helping your team members uh, dealing with problems that may arose like let's say the coffee machine broke how are you going to deal with that the pipe burst how are you going to deal with that you can't just go like oh i just make coffee and that's that's my role so i think i was lucky uh, to be able to go through all of that at the time that helped me understand the business perspective from a to z not mm-hmm. just owning a business and not just like running uh we're like uh having a, a number of staff that runs the business for me but yeah so that's uh it's definitely definitely a tough job if you're gonna do it on your own so we're in this series as we explore your kind of life as like what it's like to open a cafe we're going to talk specifically about what that's like in the Emirates. Um, we're both now based in the Emirates, uh, both kind of I'm an actual Australian, you're an honorary Australian. We both have the same context about the coffee industry. Yeah. And today in this episode, we're going to talk about the coffee scene in Dubai because it's a very unique kind of coffee scene if you look at the coffee scene in Australia and and the vibe in Melbourne and in Sydney. So why don't you help us understand, like give us a landscape of what the coffee scene is like in Dubai. Uh, The coffee scene in Dubai, like let's say compared to Australia, is very, very new. Uh, It's still got a long way to go. Uh, regardless of how many cafes we have, regardless of how many roasteries are opening, uh, we are very we are a niche market. We have a lot to learn from. We have a lot to learn about actually sustaining a business, growing it uh, strategically, and maintaining it, maintaining the growth. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you know it's like the 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 coffee business is ever growing we're going through a lot of issues around the world that are affecting the let's say the you know we have droughts that are affecting how much coffee beans that we're getting uh we are going through some unfortunately some wars that are affecting uh, coffees reaching us from different places of the world, the shipment cost, the air freight cost, the labor cost, and all of that. So these are all factors that I think we are pretty new to, and we need we need time to educate the mass about all of these issues and how to deal with them. So we're maybe still here mm. um, and compared to the rest of the world. Like it's fun to have a cafe it's fun to have like multiple places and spaces that we can go and hang with our friends and just like drink coffee and socialize but it is much more than that there are multiple layers that especially coffee you know business owners and hopefully also the consumers need to be aware of for sure but uh compared to the rest of the world yeah we still need some time talk to me about the coffee consumer because the the Emirates, and we're going to talk more about the Emirates in the next episode, but I guess Dubai more than anywhere has solved one problem that no other coffee-consuming country has solved, and that is that Dubai knows how to charge for coffee and the consumers are happy to pay it. So talk to me about the coffee consumer in Dubai. I mean, you'll be surprised. Like, coffee was not cheap when I was in Copenhagen just like two months ago. Mm-hmm. It was uh, almost the same, if not more, at certain places, mm. the price wise. And like, uh, for a flat white, it would cost like 30 dirhams, you know, for a cup of coffee, uh, which uh, a lot of the coffee shops in the UAE and across the world as well are going to, you know, are heading towards this like increase of the coffee prices. You know, Sorry. the factors that I mentioned earlier. Just for just for context, folks, 30 dirham is about uh, almost 15 Australian dollars. Yeah. Almost. Somewhere is between not- 12, about 12 Australian dollars. So yeah. in, the exchange rate is four. So, yeah, it's about 12, four to one. Yeah, yeah which is a ridiculous amount of uh, I mean, of when you think about it. A cup of coffee. Right, like you know the context of what it costs for a coffee in Sydney. Do you think anywhere in Sydney and Melbourne is going to charge twelve dollars for a latte? I don't think twelve dollars for a latte. No, but I, I, what's the what are the prices now? It's been a year. About it's, five, it's been two years since I've been five to Australia. Yeah, five dollars. Yeah, it will take a lot. Like you need a larger, like a, what is, what do they call it, grande to actually like pay $12 but even that I think it would be $8 yeah oh yeah so I mean it's it's a huge difference and and we're not talking about like it's not every like one in 30 cafes is charging that folks like that's amongst specialty coffee cafes it's pretty standard yeah but like here in the UAE particularly um I guess because a lot of things like it's the the price is high amongst a wide range of products it's not like um you know a sandwich would cost a cheap amount of money and then the coffee alone it's going to be very expensive no everything is kind of like more or less expensive mm-hmm. so there is an already this expectation from the consumer 
consumer that yes, it does cost this much for me to grab a cup of coffee and uh, a sandwich or like a donut or whatever. Mm -hmm. So life is kind of expensive in a way. So I guess this is why people don't generally mind paying that much. But then there you have certain cafes that are uh, charging a little bit more extra. And uh, they have their own clientele compared to the rest of the cafes, for example. And then their clientele won't mind paying this extra, let's say, five dirhams or like an extra buck for this cafe because it's almost like they they have their own followers and then they like the way it's being prepared or they just like simply like being in that cafe. Mm -hmm. Uh, But generally, I don't think, again, we have... um, with no offense to anyone, I think we still, uh, our consumers lack the knowledge about how much it costs uh, for a business owner to produce a cup of coffee, like this end product, mm-hmm. yeah, from the bean, from the price of the cup, from the price of the labor work that goes into preparing this cup of coffee for you, the rent, the electricity and everything else. Like when you add everything up, it comes to like a really expensive and you have to be uh, smart and fair about the margin that you're putting at the end of the day so that you won't be at a loss. And at the same time, you won't overcharge your your customers. Uh, But this understanding, I doubt that it's um, that it exists on this level. Mm. they certainly know about coffee they certainly know what they like or what they don't like like i've seen consumers come in and 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 ask very specifically for specific coffees and they know what they don't like there is a huge uh v60 drinking culture here i mean you don't get that anywhere else most (laughs) most cafes are uh do not around the world do not want to serve V60s because they take so long. Here, yeah. every other person's ordering a V60. It's a part of the culture yeah. here. I guess so, which is a really nice thing to see because if you think 10 years ago, let's say, uh, there was a, a different, like cafes did exist, but the, our consumers did not, the coffee consumers did not have that much understanding. Like yeah. this is why I'm telling you like the growth is happening steadily. But mm-hmm. we're still like we need to we need a lot to to learn and to grow and to educate our mass. Uh, Ten years ago, again, let's say uh, they did not understand about the different variety of beans, for example, or like what makes or like what a cube grading mean. Why is this coffee called specialty coffee? Why aren't we using the same beans that any other commercial coffee place is using or why can't we use the coffee beans that are packed in the supermarket, for example? Why are we charging extra compared to a local commercial coffee place? Mm. So all of these things, now the consumer is aware about. They know the different machines that are being used and why are we using this kind of grinder? Uh, some even some consumers are aware of like uh, the different kinds of burrs that, that go into different uh, grinders, which is fascinating, you know? Before, like years ago, they wouldn't know about all of these things. So, yeah, they didn't care. So this assists the customers to understand their needs better and to know why do I go to this cafe compared to this other cafe. Mm. And it's not just about hopping from one cafe to the other. 
no, I understand the quality that I'm getting. I understand why I'm paying this much for this cup of coffee compared to that cup of coffee. And I find myself leaning towards this because it, you know, clicks with my needs or what I need or like what I like to consume or whatever. So there is a better understanding for sure in terms of our consumers, but uh, there's still much more to understand, especially with the changing climate when it comes to coffee. They need to understand like what's happening behind the scenes, why Mm -hmm. prices are going up, why certain beans are more expensive than other beans, for example. Uh, Yeah. yeah. In the next episode, we're going to take a deep dive into kind of more of what the coffee scene is like across the entire Emirates. Mostly we're going to be comparing Dubai and Abu Dhabi. I'm in Abu Dhabi at the moment and I have been fascinated by what I've seen. So join us for the next episode, folks, as we explore what it's like to open a cafe here in the United Arab Emirates. Peace, love and peanut butter. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Mapper Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Mapper Forward, head to mapperforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.